Hear again a portion of today's passage from Isaiah. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and to provide for those who grieve in Zion. What a beautiful picture of hope. What, what a beautiful picture of salvation, of, of gospel, of good news. But what are we supposed to do with it? We as Lutherans, we're really good with atonement, with uh, redemption, with forgiveness of sins, that, that Jesus has purchased our salvation, that, that we've been given eternal life through what Jesus has done. But what do we do with a passage like this that seems to speak about good news for today? We're really good when it comes to the idea that, that we're, we've been saved from eternal damnation and now we've been given eternal life. But the picture Isaiah paints is about good news for this moment, for today. Freedom for the captives, binding up of the brokenhearted, comfort for those who mourn, the slaves being set free. It's a message of gospel, of good news for people where they are right now not just for the last day. What are we supposed to do with this message? Well, I think we need to start by listening to Isaiah and seeing when he wrote this. See, Isaiah writes this message as the people of Israel are being taken away as slaves. They're captives, they're exiles, they're being brought away. Some of the people have literally been blinded by their enemies. And things have not been going well. Everything is, is a mess. The people are being taken out of their communities. And everything seems hopeless. See, the people of Israel, they're, they're being exiled from their community. They're, they're being physically exiled. They're being taken away from Jerusalem, from the temple where they, they knew and understood God was present in a very real and peculiar and particular way. And as they're being carried away, they see their city, the temple in shambles. And it seems as if God is gone. And then they are gone, not only physically exiled, but spiritually. They've been warned again and again about the consequences of their sins. And they refuse to repent. And now it seems as if God has finally turned his back on them. They are spiritually exiled from God. It seems as if they've been abandoned to the consequences of their sins. And they wonder, what do we make of all of this? They've been cast off into the darkness, away from all the places where they look to for hope. And it's in the midst of this that God sends Isaiah with a message, today's message, that someone is going to come and he's going to bring restoration. He's going to bring redemption, healing, freedom for the captives, that while you may be in exile now, it will not last forever, but the servant of Yahweh God himself is going to come and do something about your situation. Exile will not last forever. There will be an end to that exile. Sometimes you and I, as God's people, we can feel as if we're exiled today. So we think about the sins we fall into over and over again, and we wonder, maybe I'm not even worth saving. And we see the way that, that some people have acted, the, 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 thing, the way people have treated us. 
And it seems like maybe we're, we're not really all that valuable. Like we're not good enough. We see the political, the economic, the social realities around us, and it seems hopeless and dark. It seems like we've been exiled and like there's no way out for us. We feel just like the people of Israel cast off into exile. And as we look at this situation and our own circumstances and our lives, it can start to shape the way we believe God thinks about us and the way we think about God. If this is the way my life is going, then maybe I'm just not worth all that much to God. Maybe he doesn't really care about me. Maybe he's abandoned or forsaken me. Maybe this is what my sins deserve. Maybe God's really not all that powerful, or maybe he is vindictive. We feel like the exiles, abandoned and forsaken. And it's in light of this that we need to turn to the New Testament and hear what God has to say. Hear how this passage is talked about in the New Testament. In fact, this passage, this very passage from the Old Testament in Isaiah 61 is read by Jesus in Luke chapter 4. It's the first sermon he gives at the beginning of the gospel. Jesus walks into the temple. He has them open the scroll and he reads today's passage. The blind shall see. The captives shall be set free. Those who mourn will be comforted. The year of the Lord's favor has come. And he says, this prophecy has been fulfilled in your hearing. The end of your exile has come in this moment. I am bringing it. Surely the people of Israel standing there must have thought, well, we've already returned physically from exile. We're we're back in Jerusalem now. And no one can change our situation. No one can change where we've gone. But Jesus says that in this moment, everything is different. The blind will see. Those captive will be set free. Everything has changed. See, when Jesus comes, his salvation is an ongoing present reality. We have been saved. We are being saved. And we will be saved. It has implications not just for this moment, but ongoing. See, we are freed from our sins and our guilt of the past. That doesn't stay over us anymore. We are freed from the sins that enslave us as we find peace and presence, or peace and pardon in Jesus' presence. We are being saved from eternal damnation and we will stand again on the last day in victory, in resurrection, as we are made into the image of Christ. Everything has changed. The, the sin that has separated us from God has been covered and paid for by Jesus. See, the message of Christmas that, that Jesus comes down in the manger is that God has come near. We aren't far off and, and kept at an arm's length from him anymore. He has come to us. And that exile is over. God has done something about our situation. See, Isaiah's message is all about the end of exile. It's all about how everything has changed for you and me. There's a song by worship artist uh, Evan Wickham. And I want to read that song to you. The song title is The End of Exile. And it speaks to the way that Jesus sets us free today. This is what he writes. The maker of the sun and moon, the maker of our earth, has made an even greater move. Himself is brought to birth. How blessed was all creation then. What heavenly release. When Christ to heal our broken hearts brought righteousness and peace. 
glorious miracle. Here is the end of exile. God, the invisible, flooding the world with light. No star in all the heights of heaven, but burned to see him go. Yet unto earth alone was given his human form to know. His human form that we denied, took death for human sin, overcame the great divide, and let resurrection in. O perfect love, eternal light, igniter of the stars, descend upon the world tonight and heal our broken hearts. Glorious miracle, here is the end of exile. God the invisible, flooding the world with light. What Jesus has come to do doesn't just change the final outcome. It doesn't just change the last day and bring us eternal life. Jesus' life, death, and resurrection changes everything and every day for you and me as his people. Why? Because we've been set free. The chains have been broken. We are no longer slaves in exile. The sins, the guilt, the shame over our past has been covered. We've been set free. We're now covered in his righteousness. You aren't defined. You aren't captive to the mistakes of your past. You are set free in Christ to live a life for him. You're no longer a foreigner, an exile, a slave to your circumstances. You haven't been abandoned or forsaken. God has come near to you. You're no longer a slave. You are a child of God. You have been claimed. See, God has declared that you are loved and that you are sent with more purpose than you could possibly imagine. You and I, as God's people, we are the redeemed. We are those who have been covered in the blood of Christ, who has paid for our ransom, our freedom, our, our release from exile, our restoration to God. And so the sins you struggle with, they don't define you. The, the bad things that have happened in your past, the bad events, the words that others have spoken that have defined and shaped you in so many ways, they do not define who you are. Because who you are is a child of God, claimed, loved, precious in his sight. The sins that you, you will fall into in the future, because we all do as broken, sinful people, they don't define you. The darkness of your past life before you, you knew who God was, does not define you. See, God has made the greater move. He's come to us in Christ to claim you, to redeem you, to set you free from the bondage of sin. In Christ, we have experienced the end of our exile. He has brought the year of the Lord's favor today and forevermore. We as God's people, we're no longer slaves to sin. We are children of God, claimed as part of his kingdom, set free by what Christ has come to do. Amen.